It's Fire Away Friday. Fire Away Friday. On Exploring the Word, this is your chance to ask us your Bible question at 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. You can also email your question at word at AFR.net or visit Facebook.com slash Exploring the Word. Exploring the Word. It's Fire Away Friday on American Family Radio. Well, the first thing we want to do is to wish all the mothers a happy Mother's Day. It is that time of year, and we know that you want to appreciate your mom. If they've gone on, you want to have those great memories. I know I do, and I know Alex does. So happy Mother's Day, especially to those that are driving the car right now and their little ones are in the back seat, Alex. (laughs) Amen. You know what, Bert, I was going through some... Uh, correspondence we've gotten from listeners, and I had an email from a mom who said that she had raised both of her boys listening to Exploring the Word. Both of her boys grew up in the car listening to Alex and Bert and got a lot of Bible in the process. We give God the glory for that, but you know, you mentioned Mother's Day, and you and I have said so often that one of one of the Lord's greatest gifts to the human race, right up there with salvation, is the gift of family. And, you know, there's not only a godly mother, and I hope everybody listening can thank God that they had a Christian mother, but I think about other godly women that have invested in in my life, that have prayed for me, that have given me a word of of admonition. I had two very godly grandmothers, uh, many aunts and neighbors, and some dear Christian godly women at church, and... uh, you know, I think in the up in heaven at the Bema seat, when the crowns are handed out, there's going to be a lot of godly women that get a lot of reward in heaven for showing people the way. Don't you think? I agree with you fully, and I appreciate that so much. And even mother-in-laws, I know they get a bad rap many times, but I'm willing to tell you, I thank God for mine. Hey, by the way, before we go any further, that number is triple eight. 589-8840, and we're going to add a little bit. We want your question, but if you've got a sentence or two that you want to say in appreciation to your mom today, Amen. Uh, Amen. let's hear that because they, they can't get too many praise. I'm telling you, uh, it's <laughs> the roughest thing I've ever done is parent, and mm. uh, so I praise the Lord for for moms and dads and all that they do. But, Alex, we had a good day yesterday. I just want to say that it was uh, National Day of Prayer. And we opened the phone lines to prayer, and we had 14 different people call in and lead in prayer. And it was a great, great program. We missed you. And we're excited about you traveling again, though. I I told them, I said, we miss you when you're not here, but it's exciting because it means Alex is back in the air, flying from place to place. Well, thanks so much. And again, I want to say a big exploring the word thank you to all the dear people of Silverton, Texas, and uh, Gary Walton at First Baptist. And, you know, we had Methodists come out and uh, Church of Christ and uh, just all the people from the community. I enjoyed being in Silverton. Next weekend, I'm going to be at Boundless Grace Baptist in Arkansas, Um You've got uh, Rogers and Bentonville, Arkansas, that are right there together, and I'm going to be at Boundless Grace Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a week from today. And uh, 
yesterday though it was great but i was caught up on an airplane an hour and a half late and that's why i wasn't on the program but i was saying a prayer and you know bert i want to say big thanks to you always whenever i'm delayed and i can't make it you and devin you you run the show and i'm grateful for you but let me give this number it's 888-589-8840 888-589-8840 fire away friday with your bible questions and uh, hey, guess what I'm going to do, Bert? Uh, I'm finishing up our book. You and I have a book on 100 Bible questions that's coming out in just a few months. And on the first page, we've got some testimonials from listeners. And I was going through all my files and pulling up some testimonials uh, from people all around the country that listen to the program. And we're, we're using some of those testimonials in the front part of the book. And so, folks, you're going to be, I think you're going to be very pleased. Those that have been longtime listeners, and many have been, uh, we've we've prayed and, and for a long time wanted to put out this book of questions and answers, and, and it's happening. And so I want to say that as I was going through all my files of testimonials and people that we've corresponded with, I want to say thank you. Thank you, folks, for listening to the American Family Radio Network and being a supporter of Exploring the Word. Well, we've answered 100. Now we're working on 200 more, I guess. But anyway, yeah, we are yeah. looking forward to it. Hey, by the way, I'll be at Smithville Baptist Church Sunday at 1030. It'll be a special day. It's Mother's Day, and I'll be preaching. Looking forward to that. I've been there before, and I'm back at Smithville Baptist Church. That's in northeast Mississippi, and if you're Amen. in that area, show up at 1030. We would love to meet you and be sure and speak to me that you heard this on Exploring the Word. But we've got people online. You ready to go to the lines and answer these questions, Alex? Let's do it. Where should we go first? Let's go to Kansas and talk to Bill. Bill, welcome. Glad to be on the radio. Uh, first off, I would wish all the mothers uh, a happy Mother's Day and that every one of them would raise good, quality, Christian children. Preach it, brother. Uh, Amen. My, Amen. Amen. My, my question, though, has to do with the difference. I'm a Baptist, and we have some friends that are Church of Christ, and they have the, the belief that you can't be saved unless you're, um, you know, born again plus being baptized, whereas I believe that it requires nothing more than faith and a belief in calling on the Lord to be your Savior. So could you help me understand why the Church of Christ has that position? Okay, Bill, thank you. We Alex just mentioned that, that out in Silverton, uh, the Church of Christ came, and I've, mm -hmm. I've, Janie and I have done one of our uh, family revivals that we do. We've done it at a Church of Christ, and uh, some of these have come to the place where they put a real priority on it rather than quota requirement. Now, some do. But a lot and a lot of the Church of Christ that I'm talking to, they see it as very important. And I see it as very important. Uh, a pastor friend and I were talking about it. And uh, I said, listen, discipleship, yes, the baptism of the Holy Spirit happens. But if you're going to identify with Christ, uh, the way you identify with him publicly is water baptism. And and so, Alex, uh I, I would just share this. Keep your friendship, Bill. Keep your friendship and say we're just going to disagree. I know, according to the Word of God, that Paul, what Paul said, what Jesus said, I've been born again, and I pray that you have as well. 
Uh, you got to make it a deal. But, Alex, uh, if somebody's already there and they believe that, you just stand on it and love them and try to help them, don't you? You really do. Um, you, you know, it's interesting. The um, Second Great Awakening in the middle of the 19th century was preceded by something that touched many lives. And you and I have talked about it, the Cane Ridge Revival. Oh, yes. Uh, you, you've, you've heard about that. And actually, the Church of Christ, while I, I respectfully disagree with them about adding water baptism to the gospel, um, and, and let me just say this, folks, there, there's a couple of ways to look at salvation. One is uh, instantaneous, which really, when you talk about like Baptist and most Protestants, you know, you put your faith in Jesus and you're born again positionally you are in Christ. Now sanctification is a process of growth and I do think water baptism is one of the steps of obedience for a new believer. Um, but when Acts 2.38 in Galatians 3 talks about uh, being baptized, okay, Acts 2.38, um, most Protestant Christians, myself included, would say that baptism is not what saves you, but it's an outward action of something you can do to show that you have been saved. Now, when Galatians 3 talks about being baptized into Christ, um, I don't believe that means water baptism. I, I think it means when you're born again, you, you are in Christ. But it's interesting that the churches of Christ really came out of that Cane Ridge revival, um, but they believe in salvation, not so much an event, but more of a process. Okay, now, Bill, that, I, Alex is giving you that, and there's so much more we could go, but uh, brother, uh, we're, you're saved by Christ alone, through faith alone, grace alone. Yes. It is through Christ. And not works. It's not works in anything. Over in the book of John, it says, not by the will of man, uh, that means if salvation was it was mandatory concerning baptism, I'd have somebody finally to willing quote to, to baptize me, you know. And uh, listen, it, the hope is in Christ, in Christ alone. Thank you, Bill, and keep that friendship with those those folks. Don't we need as many on target as we can standing for Christ? Uh, next, let's go to Iowa, and we're going to talk. Is it Berlin? Yes. Oh absolutely. wow! I'm, this is the land. Yeah, I, <laughs> from northeast really Miss. Well. Everybody else calls me all sorts of different names. Hey, for northeast Mississippi, that's pretty good for me to get it right, girl. Hey, you got a message yeah. for moms? Yes, I do. I love my mom, Dolores. She's in Nevada, Texas, and sometimes she knows her children, and sometimes she doesn't. She has Alzheimer's, and you know mm. what? These people need so much love, and I just want her to know, no matter if she doesn't know me, I will never forget her and how much she's done for me. And one of the most powerful things she's done is show me how to love un unconditionally. She's a marvelous woman, just a marvelous woman. So I guess that's all I wanted to say is I love my mom and just wish her happy Mother's Day. Thank you, Belinda. Amen. Amen. Praise God the Lord. bless you, ma'am. Hey, we've got room for that today. I, I'm just telling you, moms need to hear that, and thank you, Belen. Let's go to uh, Florida, yeah, and talk to Rosalind. Rosalind, welcome to Exploring the Word. 
Is it Rosalind or Rosalind? One more time. Rosalind? Okay, can't get her. So we're going to go to Rick uh, in Arkansas. Rick, are you there? Hello, this Rick. Rick. Hello. Oh, Hello. Nobody, nobody's listening. You know what we're going to do? We're going to go to Arkansas and talk to Enoch. Enoch, welcome to Exploring the Word. Hey. Yes, welcome. You're on, brother. I just wanted to wish my mom a wonderful, happy Mother's Day. There's no way she's listening to this right now, but I want to do it anyway. But my wife probably might be, and uh, she actually got me listening to you guys. Um I just want to say you guys are inspirational, man, especially Alex McFarland. Dude is sharp as all get out. Um, happy Mother's Day to my wife, Charlie. She is amazing, and I couldn't do it without her. And I actually have a little question for you guys. Is assurance of salvation necessary for salvation and why not? Okay, we're going to have to answer that. So, Alex, store that question away. And, Enoch, be sure and tell your mom she can get on the podcast and listen. Yeah, She's you got access, AFA. Forward the yeah, link. A, you can. And let her hear that, and she can hear you. But we're going to come back about the assurance of salvation and how important it is in just a moment right after the break. Again, we want your questions, but if you've got a Mother's Day wish in addition to that or that alone, we want to hear it today. And so thank you for listening to Exploring the Word. Bert and Alex are here, and we'll be back right after this break. This is Pause to Pray. A chance each day to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders. Today, we pray for President Joe Biden. As president, he is responsible for the prosperity, well-being, and security of our country, while representing freedom and democracy on the world stage. Philippians 2.3 reminds us of the qualities of a good leader. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Almighty God, we ask for guidance for President Joe Biden as he leads our country. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team, a nonprofit, nonpartisan ministry dedicated to encouraging prayer for our nation's leaders. To learn more, go to pausetopray.org. Dr. Tony Evans says we're all waiting for that moment when God brings things together in our lives. An appointed time or a crossroads, the Bible describes with the Greek word kairos. We'll hear about a kairos moment today as we spend two minutes with Tony. In 1 Samuel 9, Saul's father told him to go find the donkeys. He had lost some donkeys and he told his son Saul, you go find those donkeys. God then went ahead of him and told Samuel, when you run across the man that's looking for the donkeys, that's the next king of Israel. Now, he didn't tell that to Saul. All Saul's doing is chasing donkeys. The story goes on to say that Saul said, I am tired of chasing donkeys. There's somebody here that's tired of chasing donkeys. 
because you can't find them. It's not working out. The bills are not being paid. The career is not taking off and you are tired of chasing donkeys. So Saul says, I quit. But Saul had a servant who was with him. He said, wait a minute, Saul. We can't quit now. We come too far to turn around. I bet you there's somebody in here that's experienced almost quitting and glad you didn't because of what you ran into. He went and he searched a little longer and guess who he ran into? Samuel. And Samuel says, you are the next king of Israel. Some of you here this morning have your season around the corner. Don't quit too soon. Learn more about how to find your purpose as a child of God and live it out successfully. Check out Tony's CD series, The Spiritual Toolkit, available online at TonyEvans.org. Then join us next time for Two Minutes with Tony. Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio. We believe in the Holy Spirit and He's given us new life. We believe in the crucifixion. We believe that He conquered death. We believe in the resurrection and He's coming back. He's coming Welcome back to Exploring the Word. Alex McFarland here with Bert Harper, and uh, we're taking questions. It's Fire Away Friday. We're also doing what we can to honor our moms. And you, you know, a quote that I love, George Washington said, all that I am, I owe to my mother, my godly mother. Our first president said, spiritually, intellectually, he said, it was all the example and the investment of a godly mother. Welcome back to the program. The number is 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Bert, before the break, we had a caller who, by the way, said some very nice things about the program. Thank you, caller. Uh, but he was asking about assurance of salvation and was it necessary for salvation? Uh, let me just say this, and Bert, you can chime in too. Um, I think you have assurance of salvation whether you realize it or not. If you're a born-again believer, if you have put your faith in Jesus, who paid for your sins on the cross, rose from the dead, and there's been that moment in your life where you've said, Lord, I am sorry that I'm a sinner. I do believe in Jesus. Lord, save me. Well, in other words, if you've been born again, you are secure in Christ. Uh, John 10, 28, Jesus said, I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one can snatch them out of my hand and we very often uh, have quoted you know well verses like John three thirty six. the Lord said whoever believes in the son has eternal life whoever does not believe in the son shall not see life now now Bert let me throw this out there a lot of verses we could give about security sometimes people have doubts and they, they might worry where they stand with God. And some doubt maybe is from the Holy Spirit that the Spirit of God is putting you under conviction so you'll make sure that you've been saved. But then I think there are other people that are saved, but they might worry, and it's, it's not doubt that they really need to be struggling through because if you read the Bible, I'm going to say this, and Bert, I want your response. Regarding your salvation, friends, 
take God at his word. John 5, 24, Jesus said, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes in me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but is passed from death unto life. So, Bert, regarding the confidence that we have, um, we, we can take God at his word and trust him, can't we? We sure can. Two things I'd like to add to that. The three things that I have observed in 40-plus years of ministry and talking with people, doubting their salvation, one was wrong doctrine. They were taught that you could lose your, you know, and they were taught that, and they, uh, they had to deal with that. The other one was sin in their life and uh, just unconfessed sin, and after they confess their sin, according to 1 John, uh, you know, they gained assurance. And the other one is what you said, unnecessary, overactive worry. Now, I don't know how to say it any better than you just did. You know, you need to take God at his word. But I mm-hmm. heard a, a preacher. He was my wife's uh, pastor, and uh, he was just a great man of God. And he, I heard him preach. He said, it's like two men in a canoe going down a stream. And they're both paddling. They're both in the canoe. They're both safe. They know. They both have everything that's necessary to finish the trip. The guy that has the assurance that they're going to finish the trip enjoys the journey. He can look and he can see and know that they're going to finish. The guy who is always worried about can I finish the journey? He's always looking how deep the water is. He's always fearful. And 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 both of them are going to finish the journey. But one of them has that assurance. I pray that you can have that assurance today. Uh, if you're saved and you know Jesus Christ is Savior, bank on it. Know that. Mm. So, uh, Enoch, thank you for your good question. Next, uh, let me see. We're going to go to Texas. Yeah, Alex, Texas, and talk to Gene. Gene, welcome. Hi there. Yes. I just uh, wanted to – I didn't want to say anything about my but I wanted to – say something about you guys that I just appreciate you so much. I called in about four months ago, I think, and asked for y'all to pray for my prodigal son. It was when you had the lady and her daughter on there. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And um, I asked you to pray for Reed because he was a prodigal son. And I want you to know that I'm, there was a lot of people praying for him, but y'all were one of them. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of other people. And he came to the Lord about three weeks ago. Maybe, Amen. Uh, maybe, Hallelujah. maybe four weeks ago. Woo. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Gene, that's shouting Praise ground God. for me. Amen. Yes, it, is. it is shouting ground. And not only has he come to the Lord. He's eating and drinking and breathing Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Hey, Alex, and he said, go ahead, Gene. He, he said, Mom, why did you name me Caleb? Because his name is Reed Caleb. And I, said, I felt like the Lord whispered your name, but for some reason, everybody started calling him Reed, and Caleb didn't really stick. And <clears throat> I told him, I reminded him what it meant. And he says, Mom, I want to be called Caleb. I don't want to be called Reed anymore. <laughs> I love Caleb. Mm-hmm. One of my grandsons is named Caleb. He may be even listening right now. He listens on his way back from school. Caleb's a great name. Hey, Alex, 
I think we need to pray a prayer of thanksgiving, don't you? A- a- amen. You? And ma'am, thanks for sharing that. Amen. And it is our joy. We, and we, by the way, people, uh, we really do, when we get the prayer requests, uh, very often on air, but always off air too, we pray for these requests. And so let, let's pray right now. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for Caleb's return to you. And thank you that you're a God who answers prayer. Bless this family and help this young man just to continue to grow and grow and shine brightly for Christ. And Lord, I know there are probably people listening right now and they've, they've got some loved ones that they're still praying in. And so, Holy Spirit of God, continue to work and draw people to you. And Lord, bring all the prodigals home. Please, Lord, we just pray that uh, for all the families represented, that the family circle would be complete with everybody coming to a relationship with Jesus. And Lord, we, we love you. Thank you that you are the God who answers prayer. And it's in your name we pray, dear Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Gene. Thank you for reporting. Uh, all of you folks that go to prayer meeting and you have all these prayer requests and you have all the prayer list, uh, add a list, and that's answered prayer. Uh, let those yes, people that amen. come and they say, man, they, they're praying for people, but also God is responding. And uh, it, it's a blessing to hear that. Gene, thank you. Let's go to Virginia and talk to David. David, welcome. Hello, brothers. Can y'all hear me? Loud and yeah. clear, brother. Welcome. Listen, I have a I have a quick praise, and then I, I have a question about the praise. I know that sounds weird. I love the song, How Great There Art. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, it just, I, I can't describe the, just, and the best person besides my pastor's daughter that I've ever heard sing it is Martina McBride. And I, I put the video in, and Martina McBride, and I was singing it, and I was just moved as about a week and a half ago. Can y'all just, that song was wrote in 1860s. I mean, it's just, that just says it all, correct? It just moved me, and I just can't put it in words that night I listened mm-hmm. to it. Amen, David. Let me tell you something about songs. Listen, there's those that are good now, good, they were good then, good now, and good forever. How Great They Are fits into that class. There are some sung yeah. songs. They're just temporary. I'm not saying they're not great, but How Great They Are, Alex, from the time it was written on, uh, all the way until we go to glory, that song's got power in it, it doesn't it? It's timeless. That, that is one of the greats. And you know what? Um, we Maybe we'll do a show on it sometime, but... There's the song, and there's the version, and the rendition of it. In this case, Martina McBride doing How Great Thou Art. But when you've got music that lifts your heart into a state of worship, it, they're, they're so special. I've got ones I listen to, and, uh, you know. But it's been said that n- no other belief system has music like Christianity. Christianity is uniquely a singing it is. religion. You bet. Uh, and we're not a religion, it's a relationship. But let me say, see, it's because we got something to sing about. <laughs> Our Savior is alive, the tomb is empty, we're alive if you're a believer in Jesus. And so uh, rejoice that um, we have something to make music about, don't we? We do. And let me just, I, I want to encourage churches, don't give up on those old classics, sing them. And those that just sing the old classics, 
don't miss out on the new classics. Uh, listen, there's still good music being written. You remember what the psalmist said? He brought me out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon the rock and did what? Put a new song in my heart. Mm. Good new songs are still being written, so just sing them. Thank you so much, David. Uh, next, we're going to Kansas and talk to Kara. Carol, welcome. Hi there. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. Um, I was in Sunday school last Sunday, and there was a question that arose um, about uh, Jesus' prayer that he taught us. Um, it says, uh, lead us not into temptation. And then some of the people were wondering about um, a comment, so I said, I call you guys. Um, there's another scripture that said, God tempts no man, neither indeed can he. So um, can you explain, you know, and I'll take note on um, that portion of your your opinion about the portion of the Lord's Prayer that says, lead us not into temptation. Thank you, Kara. Mm -hmm. uh, listen, uh, the Pope uh, talked about that, Alex, uh, about a few years ago, you know, and he was saying need to look at that is it if you look at it in the greek does it have a little bit of a better clearing than god we're just at god don't you lead us into temptation and other or is he saying keep us from which what what do you say um, yeah because you know james 1 verse 13 says let no one say when he is tempted i'm being tempted by god for god cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one um, you know, I, I think the second half of that line from the model prayer in Matthew 6, uh, but deliver us from the evil one, I really think the, the wording means more keep us from getting into temptation. I, I do too. When you read that in the context and you see that, uh, I really do believe that, Kara. Uh, keep us from temptation. Uh, again, God test us, and I, I'm just going to take a second here. The testing comes from God, uh, and, and the testing is always for our benefit to reveal to us or to help us grow when it's real testing. The temptation that comes our way, uh, testing is to, to improve us. Real but, temptation. And, and God, would, yeah. God would never do something to lead us astray. Exactly, and temptation is to bring downfall, and so... Uh, just know that and, and separate those things from testing and temptation. Uh, sometimes it is difficult to know, but when you trust the Lord and you do his will, uh, but God does not tempt us. Thank you for that good question. Uh, next, we're going to go to Minnesota. Let me see. Yeah, Minnesota and talk to Van. Van, welcome to Exploring the Word. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me, Burton and Alex. I always appreciate talking to you guys. Uh, I want to make some shout-outs to, you know, our Lord and Savior Mother that birthed him. Um, mm -hmm. I also want to shout-out to you guys at AVR, all the whole family, that happy Mother's Day to all of those also. And I got one thing I want to say, uh, that you'll never look at uh, the moon that God made for, for the earth, to shine on the earth ever again. My sister pointed this out to me. When there's a full moon... If you look at the shadow of that moon, there is Mary Jesus holding baby Jesus. Mary, Mary the mother holding baby Jesus. Okay. So you, you, 
I, I've heard something about the man in the moon. Alex, it is the outline there. I don't know if it's the shadows or the, or the craters or what, but you have a mark. I've never been able to view it that way. I, have you heard this before, that the outline is kind of like shape? I would say it, if it's shaped. I've heard that, yeah. but I, I don't. I'm not saying I can see it. You know, yeah, I haven't either. And it's a little speculative. Yeah, it is. But some people have better imaginations than I do. I'll put it that way, you know. Hey, by the way, we've got room for calls. If you want to call us right now, it is 888 We're going through the calls as quickly as possible. 888 But next, we're going to try to get this in and talk to Samuel in Texas. Samuel, welcome. Hello, um, it's, uh, thank you for this opportunity. I just wanted to give a shout out to three mothers in my life. Um, first of all, my mother, um, who through a lot of adversity and a lot of things that took place when we were children, um, managed to, um, through prayer and trusting in the creator of heaven and earth, managed to get four kids on her own through college. Um, we have a doctor, we have two retired colonels, we have um, two master's degrees and four bachelor's degrees among us, an entrepreneur. So um, we just wanted to give a shout out to her. And then all, that's my mother, Mozella Fryer. And then also my wife of two, almost 26 years, Annalisa Fryer, um, with our four kids. I want to thank her for all that she's done and being the spiritual woman that she is. Um, I give a shout out to her. She's been a blessing to me in my life. And then finally, my daughter, our oldest daughter, Angeline um, Baldwin, who is now in South Carolina. And I uh, want to give a shout to her for our two grandchildren. And thank you for um, just want to give them a, a God's blessing throughout. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Samuel. Amen. We give a shout out, especially to single moms that's done this work. We'll be back with more right after this break. The American Family Association's mission is to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. Our goal is to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training. Here's another of our core values. We believe that our ministry, as well as everything in the heavens and on earth, belongs to God. And our role is that of a trusted manager. Thank you for standing with AFA as we seek to stop the erosion of godly values. Motherhood is a unique calling, and while it's rewarding, it can also be a bit of a challenge. On the next Focus on the Family, Heidi St. John offers encouragement to you as a mom, especially if you feel afraid or overwhelmed or discouraged by everyday tasks. You'll be reminded that God has plans for you and for your child next time on Focus on the Family. Focus on the Family is heard each weekday morning at 5 o'clock Central on American Family Radio. Darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness the peoples. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. In his response to Mr. J. Robinette Biden's joint congressional address, Senator Tim Scott highlighted his own experience with discrimination, expressed the need for common ground on discussions of race in America, referred to America's terrible history on racism, and stated directly that our journey toward racial healing is not finished. He also stated, in light of our progress as a nation, that America is not a racist country. The entire world of regressivism descended upon him in mass because of that last statement. The very next day, Vice President Kamala Harris said, America is not a racist country. Regressives continue to excoriate Senator Scott. Kamala Harris 
not so much. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. This is Dr. Stephen Rummage with today's Moving Forward Minute. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 says this, You are fellow citizens with the saints. A mother and daughter entered a beautiful cathedral on a sunny Sunday morning. The sunlight streamed through the stained glass windows that beautifully depicted the four gospel authors. Who are those men, the girl asked her mom. Her mom said, well, this is St. Matthew, and that's St. Luke, and there's St. Mark, and there's St. John. The girl answered, well, who are the saints, Mommy? And before her mother could answer, the little girl's eyes got big, and she said, oh, I know, saints are the people who the light shines through. Every saved person is a saint. We're called to be clean in a sinful world. God is always at work to make us more saintly in Jesus Christ so that his light can shine through us to the world. For more resources, visit movingforwardradio.org. Join me every Sunday morning at 8.30 Central for Moving Forward right here on AFR. Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio. You got Amen. I, I have to admit, I love that song. It First time I heard it, it blessed me. And we talk about good songs like How Great Thou Art. Uh, I believe this is a keeper as well. Amen. Hey, listen, we yeah. still got some lines. And that number, 888-589-8840. But let's go to Arkansas and talk to Kevin. Kevin, welcome. Hey, guys. Man, it is so awesome to be able to speak with you guys today. Um, Praise God. I um, I called in yesterday uh, on the National Day of Prayer to uh, share a prayer with you all, and we ran out of time. And the Holy Spirit, uh, he prodded at me today. He said that, uh, you know, you, you shall in. And uh, so that's... Kevin, I hope this doesn't happen, but you're dropping out. I don't know what's happened. Say another word. Let's see if you can get it clear real quick, Kevin. Okay, I, I just pulled over. How's that? That's good. Go ahead and sounds pray, good. brother. Go ahead he and pray while good. we got a good signal. <laughs> okay, great, great. Uh, Father God, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, who you are. You're awesome, God, and you're not you're not just a good God. You're the great God, the God. And Father, I thank you right now. For AFR, I thank you, Father, for their dedication to you, for their faithfulness to you. And, Father, you said that you will honor faithfulness. And I call down the blessings from heaven. Lord, you said Mm -hmm. that you have blessings for us, and we are to call them down from you, just like Elijah did, Lord. And we call those blessings down upon Alex and Bert and all the others. Lord, thank you that as they speak, the words are edifying. And, Lord, there's truth, and sometimes truth hurts, but we need it. Father, I thank you that as they continue to speak your word, that it falls on the hearts of people whose hearts have been toiled and have been tilled, that it falls on good grounds, that everyone's ears are anointed, their eyes will see your glory, Father. And for that person, Lord, yesterday that was on my heart and on my mind, 
that has been struggling. And I, I pray that they are listening today, Father. They're struggling with the fact that, that you've given up on them because of what they've done. But your word says, Father, that if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I pray that that word falls on that person's heart, Lord, that they call out to you. Father, we give you all the praise and glory in the marvelous, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, Amen. Kevin. Thank you for Thank you, brother. What a beautiful prayer, and thank you for sharing that. Amen. Thank you for obeying the Holy Spirit. Wow. Amen. Mm. Let's let's go to Mississippi and talk to Buddy. Buddy, welcome. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. Yes, sir. I'm 82. Hello, hello. I'm almost 82 years of age up here in the northern part. I didn't move up here until about two and a half years ago. And I have a question uh, about the, the Ten Commandments. I do believe, in the words of uh, Adrian Rogers, the Ten Commandments were primarily for the family. And uh, even though Jesus, it's, it's these days, uh, it's, uh, it's horrible that uh, the way people are, uh, are, are behaving themselves. And I, I pray, I pray honestly, faithfully, earnestly, truthfully, and giving the Lord praises beyond measure. And I'm, I've given up my citizenship. I'm not a citizen of heaven, by the way. Amen. So I'm, I Amen. still have to, I have to live in this world, but I'm not of this world. Yep. So uh, I just want to say. Uh, the Ten Commandments, I try to live by that, and Jesus' words also. Amen, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Matter of fact, the Ten Commandments are repeated in the New Testament, all, nine of them. The Sabbath days not repeated, but the spirit right. of setting a day apart, which is the resurrection day, uh, is is talked about, Alex. And the ten, well, I want you to comment. We won't take a lot of time. I believe it was for the family and for a nation. Notice when the Ten Commandments were, were given. They were given when they were about, they were, had left Egypt, they were in the wilderness, and they were going in to occupy the promised land, a society, a government, and that's when he gave it. Uh, it, it listen, I believe those Ten Commandments, like they're on the Supreme Court, I believe they deserve to be there because it is best for family and society both, isn't it? Well, it is. You know, it's been said that the first four are vertical and five through ten are horizontal. In other words, the first four deal with our relationship to God, and then uh, five through ten deal with our relationships with each other. But, you know, in a way, it's almost like this. The first three are vertical, five through ten are horizontal, and number four is personal yeah. because, you know, um, it, it wasn't that man was made for the Sabbath. Jesus said the Sabbath was made for man. So the first three, you know, we're not to have any other gods. We're not to be idolaters. We're not to take the Lord's name in vain. God is supposed to be uh, special to us. We are supposed to honor God and, and walk with the Lord and then uh, honor our parents. And then, of course, all of, you know, don't murder, don't commit adultery you know, don't lie and bear false witness. Um, but really, when you think about the Decalogue, and again, this is not the plan of salvation. We're saved through a relationship with Jesus. But could you imagine the perfect world 
that if every person really did live according to the Ten Commandments, it would get us squared up with God, <laughs> with each other, Amen. and actually with ourselves, wouldn't it? It really would. And I, I just want to tell you, um, they're good. People say, well, we don't live in the, under the law anymore. But you look at the Ten Commandments. Let me just say they're timeless. They really are. And uh, like the Word of God. But thank you, buddy. Hey, I got something to say. Welcome to Northeast Mississippi. I think it's the garden spot of the world. Even mm-hmm. though Alex lives in what's the name of that little community? Pleasant Garden, North Carolina. <laughs> I love and that I, name, I brother. You, it is pleasant, and there are a lot of gardens. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, thank you again. Let's go to Arkansas and talk to Jerry. Jerry, welcome. Yeah, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, thanks for holding. All right. I just want to say uh, happy Mother's Day to not only my mom, but also to my wife of our two little girls and to my mother-in-law and her sister, who uh, all three of them prayed many, many days for my salvation. <laughs> Praying mom. So you can't say, beat them. Amen. I want, <laughs> yep. I want to say thank you for, for them three right there that prayed on endless nights for, yeah. for uh, my Amen. salvation. I do have a, a quick question, and uh, I've got a little girl that is six years old, and I work late at night, and my wife has been reading them the Bible. And my little girl looked up at my wife, and she said, Well, Mom, where does, where does God come from? Who made God? And, you know, I, 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 my wife kind of said, Well, how do we teach our young children, you know, where God came from, you know, since he is the beginning? You know, and I, I'm just looking for advice on that to, <laughs> to keep my little girl interested. Hey, Jerry, mm. welcome to the point of parenthood questions for little uh, boys and girls. Alex, I'm just asking you, I got a response, but is that in one of your books uh, that you did? Was that question asked and you yeah. answered that? I, I talk about that in the book. And by the way, with American uh, Family Studios, we did a video to go with it. But the 21 toughest questions your kids will ask about Christianity. Uh, and if you go on the AFA store site and you Google 21, the number 21, 21 toughest questions, uh, you'll find it. The book has kind of a brown cover. The video series is there at AFR uh, American Family Store as well. But, you know, this is an interesting thing. And by the way, if a child asks this, that's a good thing because it shows that they're, they're thinking, they're being rational and reasonable. And a child says, well, you know, uh, God made everything who made God. And see, friends, this is part of what makes God who he is, God. Nobody, quote, made God. God just is eternal. And that's something that we can't fully get our mind around. I mean, you know, we, we live in a house. Well, a builder must have built it. We ride in a car. Some, some factory had to make it. Um, kids think this way you know everything was made by something but see that's what makes god the eternal god nobody created him and the the beautiful thing about him is that this eternal uncreated all-powerful god he wants a relationship with us and that's the the most wonderful thing in the world that we can have a relationship with the one who is timeless and eternal And there's a lot we could say, and much more I do say in the book, but nobody made God. God just is. So they can get that book at afastore.net? 
correct. Yes. Okay. AFA. Uh, and Jerry, let me just share this. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. And I, I don't mean that. I'm not giving a way out. But I found out, turn it toward Jesus and where he came when he came to earth. They they can get that around their hearts and their minds that Jesus came to set us free, born of a virgin. Yes. Uh, and again, make sure you get that in. As you're answering about God, uh, make sure you get to Jesus. Thank you for that good call, brother. Amen. And uh, thank you for you and your wife sharing that with your, your daughter. Let's go to Oklahoma and talk to Billy. Billy, welcome. Well, hello. I listen to y'all every day. When I get off of work, y'all are inspiration. I listen to AFR in the morning when I go to work, and mm. it's inspiration both ways. But I'm well, here to you. say, tell everybody, I don't have a mother anymore. She passed away, and she was the most godliest person there ever was. Amen. But I want to say to those that, uh, have remorse in their heart against something that their mother has done. Um, call your mother at least every day, once a week. You know, God gave them. They they they're the precious gift that God gave to us, and they gave us life as God, you know, is life. And um, I just want people to just um, respect their mother and love them every day of their life. Amen. Amen, Billy. Right on. I, I want to tell you, if you have something against someone uh, and you're trying to worship, the Bible says, and you bring your offering, leave that offering and go get right with them. That could be a parent and do your best to get right with them. But praise the Lord for mothers. And Billy, thank you for that, sharing that testimony. Yes. Let's uh, go to Mississippi and talk to, well, not working here. Go to Ann. Uh, see if you can get it. Oh, man, we're having all kinds of problems. So we're going to mm. go down to Mike in Texas. Mike, welcome. Yes, are we there? Yes, you're on. Yes. Go ahead. Welcome. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you for you guys for all that you do. Hey, uh, I'm going to quick dilemma here. Uh, first of all, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. My mom passed on a few years ago. And, uh, but anyway, I was born and raised Roman Catholic, altar boy from grade one, you know, Catholic Church, all this and that. I'm just really discerned about the way the church has turned. Last weekend they talked about open borders, Black Lives Matter, and, and systemic racism. And I've just about had it now. I can't go back there anymore. Now, if you read the Lord's Prayer, it says in the Lord's Prayer, one, uh, one baptism for the forgiveness of your sins. And things like that. If I was to maybe to go to a Presbyterian or Baptist, do I have to get rebaptized again? Uh, let me just share this about Baptist. I'm, I'm a kind of an expert on that that subject, and our screen caller is laughing because I was her pastor for years. But Alex, uh, when you say that about Baptist Church, who knows? I know some that do and some that don't. Uh, but a lot of churches, uh, yeah. It, it, what what baptism is. As we understand it, it it's believers' baptism. In other words, after you have come to Christ in faith, surrendered your life to that to Him, then you follow the Lord with your testimony of baptism. Alex, go ahead. Well, you know Ephesians four five says one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And what's interesting is you know that Ephesians four passage talks about the unity of the body. 
And one Lord, one faith, one baptism really does speak to the fact that we have one Savior, Christ Jesus. And so, you know, I, I hear your frustration. I think there are a lot of people, we've had a number of calls from Catholics over the last year and a half to two. Um, this is an opportunity, and here's what I want to in- encourage you to do, to make sure that you have Jesus, that there was a time and a place when you said, Lord, save my soul, and then find a church where the Bible is taught and preached. And um, they they may want you as a way to identify with that church to to get rebaptized. I, I don't know, but let me just say this. Don't don't stumble here. Find a, a place where you can grow in the Lord, grow in His Word, and thrive, and make sure that your beliefs and the church with which you're affiliated are boldly, consistently biblical from this point forward. That's exactly right. And Mike, we're praying uh, again. Following Him is is the main thing. And uh, Alex, your answer is so right on. Samuel, we're not going to have time to get to you. we got a minute remaining and just don't have time to do that, but we appreciate and, it. And, Go ahead, Alex. And let me say this, folks. A caller a minute ago said, call your mother and tell her you love her. Uh, let me encourage you to do that. Listen, I know in families we all have some static sometimes, but listen, life is so short. And yes. friends, um, if your mother is living Pray for her, call her, tell her you love her, you thank God for her, for the women that have invested in you and pointed you towards the Lord. Um, Let them know you're grateful. And just be a carrier of the love of God today and always. Amen. My my mom's dead, my mother-in-law's dead, but happy Mother's Day to my wife, Jan, the mother Mm -hmm. of our three sons, and we thank God for that. And remember, I'll be my wife, Angie, Angie, Angie. We love Angie and Jan, Jan and and Angie mean the world to to Alex and Bert. I'm telling you, hey, I'll be at Smithville Baptist Church this Sunday at 1030. If you can make it, hope you can come. Alex. Yes. And in a week at Boundless Grace in Rogers, Arkansas, folks, tell somebody about exploring the word. But most of all, tell everybody about Jesus. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.